y'all and welcome back to A Planners and Wine. My name is Myra. And my name is Meg. Welcome back, guys. Yay, welcome back to a, another week. And it is a very special week because mm-hmm. we are back alive with the Patreon crew. Woo! Patreon crew in the building! Yay. Yes, guys. If y'all want to join in on the fun, we do this. Every single month with our Patreon community, where anybody who is available with our Patreon crew just comes and hangs out with us um, as we record an episode. And it's so fun interacting with them. We've already been talking for about 15 minutes um, just about everything. Mm-hmm. Harry Potter, you know, dragging Myra, Myra dragging me and J-Bay, <laughs> dragging Danny. It's fine. <laughs> the usual. You know, the usual. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's always a good time. These are my favorite parts, like before the show and in between the breaks. Like, you just got to be here yep. to experience it. You have to be here. Agreed. Agreed. It's always a good time. But yeah, guys, uh, let's go ahead and just get into what's been going on. Myra, how has your week been? Uh, Patreon crew, let us know in the chat. How's you guys' week been? What have y'all been up to? Um, anything notable that has happened that y'all want to talk about before we get into it? Um, nothing too crazy this week. It's been pretty chill. It actually went by really fast. I feel like we just recorded yesterday, which technically we kind of did, but that is a bonus episode. We kind of did. But, yep. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it went by pretty fast. Um, I'm actually really pumped. We talked about it a little bit off the air, but for fall in the mm-hmm. holiday season, mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm so ready for it. I am so, so ready for it. I am too. I think that the summertime is cute for like a month. And then it's too hot. It's too sticky. The bugs be just going crazy. I've got bit by mosquitoes in the absolute worst places uh, this summer. And I'm tired. I'm tired of it. And I'm ready. I'm ready for fall. I'm ready for a pumpkin cream cold brew and all the Halloween and fall decorations. I need it. I just need it. Yeah, I'm just ready to like rock a sweater and still be mm-hmm. able to like hang out outside and just vibe out and yes. Yeah. Uh yeah, I'm excited. We're actually getting a new um patio bench for the Ooh. front patio. So yes. I'm excited. Now I get to add that into like a layer of decoration mm-hmm. as well and have a place to sit out front instead that's of the so back. Cool. The back is where the mosquitoes and stuff. Yeah, that's closer that- to the creek. That's true. That makes yeah. a lot of sense because our, our backyard has a lot of mosquitoes and stuff too. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to let anybody's imagination run. So I'm going to let y'all know where I've gotten bit by mosquitoes. <laughs> I got bit <laughs> on my elbow. I got bit on my wrist. I got bit on the top of my toe. And I got bit on the top of my foot. These are horrible places to have mosquito bites, people. Like... It's awkward to scratch and stuff. Yeah, so awkward. Learn from my mistakes, um, and protect protect yourself. That's why they make mosquito off. Okay, I was outside for two minutes yesterday, and I got bit by mosquito. Oh, they be ready. They be ready. They be ready. Mm -hmm. Yeah, waiting Mm -hmm. at you at the door. I know. I know. It's crazy. Uh, Let's check in with Patreon crew, see what they have been up to. Uh, Mickey says that she ordered a bunch of stuff from EC for her daughters back to school, and they go back on the 7th. That's exciting. I believe that's when my kiddo starts school. I think that's her first. It's like her first unofficial day. They like go, and it's like a little kindergarten orientation. Mm. And then they don't go like... 
like start start until the next week, I believe. I need to oh, okay. that, obviously. But when does uh Astro start school? On August 16th. Okay. Yeah. So it's like yeah. I mean, I guess technically, yeah, the following week, yeah. I think it should be like, I mean, if it was up to me, I think the kids will get out right before Memorial Day and they will go back mm-hmm. like after Labor Day. Um, I know that it's not super easy or beneficial for parents because that's literally yeah. like three months of your kid being out of school. You mm-hmm. have to figure out child care. I just feel like August is too hot to go back to school, especially the beginning of August. Like when I lived in Texas last year and we started school, um, you know, cause I was teaching not last year, but in 2021, mm-hmm. I was teaching. It was so hot the first week of August. I like, and it's like 20 degrees hotter in Texas than it is in Tennessee. So I just can't imagine dealing with that. anymore. Yeah. Danny, I'm gonna yeah. pray for you. Cause it's hot. <laughs> it's hot. <laughs> It is hot. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I guess this is the first summer that I actually feel like where parents are coming from. Like it's it's tough. One is childcare is expensive. Yeah. And two, if like you like work from home or do stuff mm-hmm. from home, it's hard to do that and keep your kids entertained. And of yeah. course, you want to keep your kids in the house all summer. So it's just it, it's, it's tough. tough. Yeah. It is. It really, really is. Yeah. Um, let me see. Jeanette said uh she is ready for fall weather. These triple digits are killing her. Where do you live Jeanette because the only place that I've know of that has had triple digits that I've seen is Texas Tennessee has had maybe one triple digit day where we hit like 101 or something and that was like the absolute max maybe but yeah we hadn't got over 101 like I said that was only one day we've been in like the high 80s low 90s which has been pretty nice I don't know how I survived those Texas summers because they were no joke Mm -mm. you know it, I mean, it gets hot out here, but I, yeah. It's been a long like while since eight? I have a triple digit, yeah. Yeah, that's hot. That's hot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Danny said the bugs are bugging, but we sprayed for mosquitoes and bought some lemongrass, and it has helped a lot. Ooh, okay. Is lemongrass a thing for, like, bugs? I didn't know that. Like, help keep them away? Yeah. Oh, but it, it's toxic to dogs. So, mm. Meg, if you get some lemongrass, make sure it's out of reach. Okay, gotcha. Good to know. Thank you for that. Thank you. J Bay saving the day. <laughs> always. Always saving the day. <laughs> okay, but I accidentally just like put it out there with the dogs and I was like, it's fine. And then I was like researching how to take care of it. And I was like, oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so do as he says and not as he does is what yes. J Bay is telling us. <laughs> okay. Good to know. Good to know. Uh, oh, Possum Planner said that they walked in Michael's yesterday and they are completely dicked out for Halloween. I need to go to Michael's. Yeah, That's I need exciting. to go to a better one. The one closer to me, they have some stuff, but it's mm, that Michael's just don't really get a lot of things in. Mm, so, yeah, mm-hmm. I need to go to a much cooler one to see. Yeah. But yeah, Home Goods I've been seeing on uh, like TikTok and Instagram is decked out already. Mm, yes, Home Goods, um, TJ Maxx. Mm-hmm. They've had a lot of cute, 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 cute stuff that I've been seeing on TikTok. But I went to my home goods the other day and they had a few Halloween things, but they didn't have anything that I have seen on TikTok. So I was disappointed because I've been seeing like a lot of like pastel Halloween stuff, which is really, really pretty. Ooh. Like pink and like really light, like oranges. It's just been beautiful. So that's what I'm looking for. Oh, uh, yeah, I might slide into Shan's DMs from the Honey Bee Shop because mm-hmm. uh, she does a lot of pastel, like kind of Halloween stuff. Yes, like, she does. If you need a tester, girl, uh huh. I 
we're right here. I mean, really, Myra, I'm not even going to try to take that. Myra is right here. Because <laughs> I, I need to know if that's what she's going to be doing for, because um, she does like a, a avid, Halloween avid thing too. Yep. That's yeah. awesome. It's going to be awesome. pastel. That'll be really cute. Uh, Brittany said, my kids go back September 5th. Y'all, this is Brittany's weekly, let me dunk on y'all from Canada, okay? She always stunning on us. But they don't Canada. have a Labor Day. Oh. Yeah, but they still don't go back to September 5th. So, yeah. they did. I don't know how that worked. Let us know, Brittany. Why <laughs> Why September 5th? And when did y'all get out of school? Because that's definitely not. Yeah, because a lot of people go back in September, but they don't get out until like June. And as a teacher, like as a former teacher, I couldn't imagine teaching in June, like outside mm-hmm. of summer school. That sounds horrible. Horrible. Yeah. Uh, Julie said that Texas feels like the surface of the sun with bugs. Valid. How <laughs> how are bugs not killed by the heat? It's like they thrive in it. Evolution. Evolution. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're right. You are right. Uh, Kiki said that she is in Oklahoma and we are about to hit triple digits for the next week. Oh my gosh. Y'all Southerners can keep it. Y'all can keep it. No, I know. It's crazy. Uh, Danny said Home Goods had a disco pumpkin and I want it. Oh, a disco pumpkin? Stop. That sounds so cute. Yeah, that's kind of lit. Where yep. is home goods? I don't think I have one close. Uh, Kendra, it's okay that you're late because we're always late too. So, <laughs> girl, we had a whole discussion about that at the beginning. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Dim as in Meg and mm-hmm. J-Bay. Yes, it is in me and J-Bay. Mm-hmm. I'm taking it. I'll take responsibility. We, we take accountability here on this podcast, okay? Unlike some other people in the playing um, community. Unlike some other people, yes, exactly. Okay, and Brittany said uh, first Tuesday after Labor Day is, so I guess they do have a Labor Day, and then the last day of school was June 29th. Okay, so it lines up. They get the same amount of time. They just get out way later and then go back way later. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, Kelia, shout out to Memphis. She said, Memphis, Tennessee, my kids go to charter school. First day is August 1st. Oh my gosh, that is next week, child. Next week. She probably ready, though. Yeah. She didn't sound too <laughs> upset about it. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So yeah, guys, let's go ahead and get into some show topics. The first thing I kind of wanted to talk about is just kind of wrap up the first half of the year, kind of talk about any of our favorite things, uh, favorite planners we tried, pens, shows, books, all that good stuff, and just kind of talk about how we're feeling. So Myra, I feel like I can probably guess uh, what your favorite thing as far as books go for the first (laughs) half of the year. (laughs) It's To Kill a Mockingbird. Girl! Myra, no, it's not. <laughs> I'm still on the first one, but I do, I do really enjoy it, and I, um, mm-hmm. I'm having fun with it. Honestly, it's the Kindle. I don't know, mm-hmm. like, what kind of magic. Maybe it's the book. Maybe the book is magic. I don't know, but it seems like the Kindle has been able to keep my attention. Like when I pick yes. up books, like I instantly go to sleep. It's the only mm-hmm. time I have like uninterrupted, nobody's calling me, yelling "mommy" type of time mm-hmm. is after you know he goes to bed so yeah. when i pick up a book i'm out i get a page in i'm out but this kindle i'm like i keep going and keep going and yeah keep going. 
So. I think so too. Like candles for some reason, like I love a physical book, just like the aesthetics of a physical book. Mm-hmm. And I love how books look like on a bookshelf and stuff. Yeah. Like it's my dream to have like a library room in my house just because of how it looks. But I find Kindles a million times easier to read and just the ability to get through a book is just so, so much easier. And like you said, like you're not intimidated by how big a book looks because you can't physically see it on the yeah. Kindle. You're just reading, you know what I'm saying? And um, yeah. I think that's the only reason, the only way I was going to ever read those Harry Potter books, because those are massive. Mm-hmm. And y'all want me to read seven of them? Mm-hmm. They're massive. But, like, with a Kindle, it, I, uh, I decided out of mind, I guess. There we go. There we go. Yeah. I still, I'm still excited for you to get into your audiobook era, because that is my current favorite form of reading because I can do other things while I listen to a story and that's just like the perfect thing for somebody who like always feels like they have to be doing something or accomplishing something like sometimes it's hard for me to just sit and just do one thing at a time you know so I love audiobooks mm-hmm. because you can listen and plan you can listen and work you can listen in the car driving to work I have a long commute to work so I absolutely love it so and I finished a few audiobooks this year I just finished one this past week called what lies in the woods and I literally picked it because my favorite narrator narrated this book and I picked it based off of her and it just it hit all my expectations because I don't know what it is about her voice it's just it's just perfect for like these like creepy thriller type books so anything that's how I'm gonna start picking audiobooks from now on because anything she reads I I just know I'm gonna be into it and it's just so good and her voice just makes it such a fun fun listen so yeah 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 a lot it. of people, I can't remember the person's name. I'm so sorry. Whoever uh, reads the audiobooks for Harry Potter, a lot mm-hmm. of people have been saying that um, they compel you and to listen to it. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking of trying to like read the books through and then go back with the mm-hmm. audiobooks. But you could do a I little know. bit of both too. You know, you could read and listen when you out and about doing things and then go back. That's one thing I do like about, well, I don't know. I wish there was a way to like, Maybe if you listen on your Kindle, it'll like connect to the actual book. I don't know oh. how that works though. Oh, oh my god! Go ahead, yeah. Jay Bates. Oh, it's your time. Oh. <laughs> okay, I saw someone mention it, but um, Kilia she mentioned in the comments that she likes using Libby and Audible. So like, mm-hmm. um, there are certain libraries that have like apps that work with the Kindle, so you can download things. So like, if you're like, oh, I don't want to buy like an audiobook and like mm-hmm. the ebook, then you could rent them from the library but kindle has like whisper sync it doesn't work on the kindle but on your phone what you can do is let it play the audiobook and it'll like highlight the words and flip the pages for you on the ebook as it's like Mm. reading through it so like sometimes at work i let it do that and then that way when you're ready to just flip one way or the other it stays synced up for you I love it oh so like let me let me make sure i'm getting it so i can like Mm -hmm. Stop reading now, pick it up on the audiobook, and when I come back mm-hmm. to my Kindle, it will take me to the page I left off. Mm-hmm. Oh, game changer. It is. So that but I it, can literally do both you can at do the same time. Yeah. But you'd have to use your phone app. That's like the weird part. But if you do listen to like the audiobook and like the ebook, like on your Kindle device, it'll still mm-hmm. sync up for you. But if you want it to play, like, highlighting the words, you have to do it on your phone. Y'all. There we go. 
There we go. It's it's J Bay dropping the Uno reverse this week. And this has Ooh. been okay. <laughs> this has been Kendall Corner with J Bay. Okay. <laughs> I love it. I love, I love it. it. And I'm so happy that you are into the Harry Potter books. Because honestly, I feel like, you know, I've, I don't know. I used to not be a big reader either. And I'm still kind of working on being more into books and everything. But I really feel like reading is for everybody because you just have to find the format that works the best for you. The one that you prefer, like whether it's physical books or if it's audio books or if it's reading on the Kindle, like I feel like reading can absolutely be for everybody. You just have to find what works for you because there are just so many good stories out there and that's one thing that I'm just like really learning through reading is like I would just have no idea of these amazing stories that just exist if mm-hmm. not for you know finding what works best for me which right now is audiobooks I just love 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 them so and the and everybody in the chat gets it like I'm looking at all y'all's mm-hmm. comments trying to figure out which one to read and all of y'all are saying the same thing that y'all love Kindles y'all love audiobooks <laughs> so it's super easy <laughs> I love it. Uh, Danny, I'm going to claim this. I'm going to claim this because um, that, oh, yes. Here we go. Mama Yara listened to the audio. Danny said, Myra (laughs) single handedly making the entire planner community Kindle users. Period. I'm going to claim that. But it just seems like it's right there. And it's funny because I've actually, shout out to Threads, I've seen a lot of planner community people like, share their kindle like before i hopped into them like and they were just taking mm-hmm. a picture of their planner the kindle was just happened to be there i'm like why don't you talk about this like it, well, i promise y'all it's okay to talk about other stuff besides planners it's okay <laughs> me, me sitting here as somebody who never has talked about my kindle well, on the platform me yeah that's <laughs> there <we> go. <laughs> But you're right. And I think I think in the planner community in particular, I think if there's a fear of talking about things outside of planners because you're thinking like, no, everybody just wants to hear about planners. Y'all don't want to hear about nothing else. Like, I don't want to, you know, put my audience off by talking about the other parts of me. But I think that's one of my favorite things about Threads that we have been able to see other parts of people in the planner community that we haven't been able to see on Instagram because there is just so much focus on just the planners on Instagram and not the people and the other things that we love. Like we're multifaceted. Like none of us only like planner stuff. Like we all like other stuff too, you know? And it's so so like planner adjacent too. Like there's Mm -hmm. tons of like book reading stickers and inserts and stuff like that. So it's just, it's kind of weird that folks don't want to like tap into that especially when y'all left the fact out that i can put stickers on the damn kindle like how did y'all leave that part out myra (laughs) how did y'all leave that out am am i on trial am i on trial i said y'all so it's not it's not individually to you because nobody told me yeah that's true that's true but that's honestly i don't know it's like uh there is a lot of adjacency to a lot of these different things because a lot of people who are really into books are actually really into planners and stationery and they just Mm -hmm. don't know that this community exists and vice versa I mean I didn't know book talk was a thing until I was into book talk and that's really what kind of like piqued my interest and made me look more into like reading and stuff so I don't know y'all we all just need to you know, don't be scared to put yourself out there. And if somebody is mad at you because they only want to see planners on your page, then maybe your page is not the place for them. There are plenty of pages where that's all they're going to see. That is they true. can follow those people and stay mad. 
That is true. Period. Uh, Danny, can you sing this and send me the uh, clip so I can make a reel out of this? (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. Amazon, y'all need to hit us up, okay? Hit us up because we're trying to put people on, okay? Listen, I'm saying, Myra, having those audible like um, sponsorships and stuff, like we'll take it. Audible, audible, sponsor me, okay? I know I've been playing around because I've been canceling and getting a free trial and getting you back again but i'm actually committed this time okay literally <laughs> what i'm about know, to do you can do that they, yeah several they times they gave me three months it's fine I, i'm gonna do the same thing there we go but i love it <laughs> there we go there we go uh <laughs> what else are there any like shows or movies that you saw this past you know this first half of the year that you really really love that really meant something or that were just like Terrible, awful, shitty, never again. Um, was Love is Blind this year? Why does that feel like Girl. that was so long ago? It feels like was it, when was Love is Blind? What, I, what was it happen? the end of last year or was it this year? I want to say it was the fall, but I'm not 100%. Maybe no, it wasn't. It was earlier this year. It had Let to me be. go back to our Instagram page and see when we made those Love is Blind posts. Mm. It came out in March. <laughs> No fucking way. No way. <laughs> it seems like so long ago. It does. It does. Wow. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that, I mean that. And we're already getting a new season in like a couple of months. Yeah. So that's wild. Mm. Yeah, I mean, well, give or take, like with Drag Race, we get mm-hmm. like 57 seasons in a year. So, yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Um, but I mean, other than that, Drag Race is all I've been watching. As far as like a TV it. show, mm-hmm. um, I don't think anything else that I've seen that really stands out to me. I mean, I it's right now when months feel like years, it's very hard to keep track of everything because I cannot mm-hmm. believe we was just crazy about Love Is Blind and talking about that, and it was literally In like March four months ago. Wow that that yeah. has really that's really blown my mind and I'm kind of it's kind of scary um but for me I mean I have to just you know give it to recency bias because I can't remember the past like the past month or so <laughs> but, but um I've been watching the new season of and just like that y'all know that's like the sex in the city like spinoff show which is you know obviously the people in sex in the city like in the present um uh, and i've actually been enjoying the second season like y'all know the first season was trash the first season was not good the first season where they were just trying way too hard to fix a lot of mistakes that the original show made as far as like diversity and inclusion goes and this season it just feels a lot more natural to me it feels a lot more like the old show I have caught myself like laughing out loud at several different moments and it's actually prompted me to go back and rewatch the original show um again so I've been watching the old Sex in the City episodes as well and I've just really been loving them um and also the summer I turned pretty uh on Amazon the second season of that is slowly trickling out they let they release like three episodes and then they're doing like one a week which is annoying but I really like that show as well. It's very cute and it's based on a book series that I might go back and read the book series because the show is taking too long. So I'm finding myself wanting to read the books because I want to know what happened quicker than what the show is able to produce for me. 
especially given this strike. Like, who who the fuck knows when we're going to get another season of the show now? So I'm going to just read the books. So there we go. But yeah, y'all. Yeah. I, I wish I had more um, shows to talk about. But I don't. Or at least I don't remember. We don't remember. We don't remember. What about movies? Do you have any movies that you really liked? Mm, oh, Spider-Man. Into the Spider-Verse. Or is it Into oh. the Spider-Verse? Or is it, it Across the Spider-Verse is the new one? Across one. Yeah, across. Yeah, yeah. They're so close. I hate that they did that because it's so close. And now I feel like I'm saying the wrong thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. It was so good. So mm-hmm. good. The cliffhanger. Oh, I haven't seen we either one. But Dallas has seen... He said the first one. He hasn't seen the second one. He really loved the first one. I haven't seen it. The first one was really good. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to go back and watch. I'm going to go back and watch. Yeah. 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 I, and again, with the writer's strike, I don't know if we're going to get... Because we're supposed to get the third part of the trilogy next year. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we're going to get it now. Yeah, I know. Jaybay said in our private chat that uh, it's going to go from the summer I turn pretty to the summer I turn 50 and I'm deceased. <laughs> that was a good one, Jaybay. <laughs> oh my gosh. That was a good one. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. Pay these people. But yeah. Pay these people. Mm-hmm. There, it's been a good like summer for movies. Have I you seen so. Barbie yet? I have not seen Barbie yet. We're going to go see it next weekend. Okay. Because um, at first, I was going to go see it this weekend, but then I was like, okay, it's PG-13. I was like, let me look it up and see, like, is it a kid's movie or is it not a kid's movie? Mm-hmm. I just needed to know because I don't want Mason to be in there and just be, like, bored out of her mind or whatever. But yeah. I looked it up and Margot Robbie said before the strike, she was like, it's for everybody. So I'm going to take that. Well, she's trying to sell a movie too, but we going to trust her. We're going to trust her and, mm. you know, it's fine. If Mason hates it, then it's life. I'm going to love it. I know. <laughs> so I tried to get Ashton to go this weekend. I'm going to have to wait during the week. Uh, he mm-hmm. was like, that's that's a girl movie. I'm like, it's fine to go watch girl movies. Mm-hmm. It's fine. It I it's go so watch boy hard. movies. Girl, it's so hard <laughs> as a parent to try to, like, ungender things for your kids because Mm -hmm. Mason says that all the time and obviously it's just like society and school and friends and everything has just like really pushed like gender norms on Mm -hmm. kids at such a young age because she is so quick to be like "Uh uh-uh that's a boy shirt that's a boy tv show that's a boy this you know oh that you know and I'm trying to like undo that as much as possible and tell her this is for everybody Yep, and you feel like you're getting somewhere, and then Mm -hmm. they come back and be like, that's a girl movie. Like, what? Mm -hmm. It's a movie. If you want to watch it, watch it. It has nothing to do with your gender, but, you know. Exactly. It's hard. It's a struggle. And they'll... For pretty much the rest of your life. (laughs) And they'll get it more as they get Mm -hmm. older. I think it's just, you know, they just... I think they just... They just don't understand it because they're so young. But as they get older, I think it'll be easier and easier to kind of like explain these things and kind of help them unlearn it and actually help it stick so that if they hear those things around them, they can be like, no, that actually doesn't make any damn sense. Like everything is for can be for everybody. Yeah. And they understand even when we reiterate it, they Mm -hmm. get it. Then they get it. You know, then it's got to keep reiterating. Mm -hmm. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. 
Exactly. Okay. So uh, Mickey said too hot to handle is back. I need to check that out. Queer ultimatum. I still need to finish the queer ultimatum. Did you finish the queer ultimatum? How did I forget that? So good. Watch okay. it. I need to stay in mail. I just be like randomly going to her TikTok just to look at her. I think she's I'm so beautiful. attracted. I'm so yeah. deeply attracted to mail. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Her partner uh, yellow... did not deserve her at all. It, they never do. They never do. <laughs> and that is usually life. Uh, yellow jackets. Oh, I still need to finish yellow jackets. It is so good and so scary and weird. Um, Danny, 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 are you a 58 year old lady? Steel Magnolias and Thelma and Louise. Okay. I know we just said not to gender stuff, but this is very old lady. <laughs> I was forcing them to watch it. It all makes sense. <laughs> if it's good, it's good. Oh if it's good, I'm not it's saying it's not good. good. I'm not saying it's not good. That just really caught me off guard when I saw Steel Magnolias. Because we're blinking. We're just I've just been like, let's watch all these like cinematic moments. That's the perfect, yeah. That's a perfect That's thing to do while blinking. That's, That's one thing I love That's about true. it. Like you can and Jay Bay is though. an old soul. He's an old soul. Yeah. So this definitely is on. Because I was thinking for Danny, this <laughs> makes no sense because Danny is not an old soul. He's a very young soul. <laughs> <laughs> they already watched Jurassic Park. So they there don't do something else. <laughs> They're on to the next. They're on to the next. Um, okay, Mickey said Barbie's gonna blow your mind, but it really isn't a kid's movie, honestly. I believe that. I believe that it's probably not. So I don't know. I might I might go solo dolo to that, or my cousin might be coming to town next weekend. So me and her might just go uh see it. And Mason might just have to catch it on streaming. Cause I just don't want her to be bored. Like I'm not really worried about like the subject matter. I'm just I just don't want yeah. her to like be bored and just you be like, I don't want to see this movie. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Have you uh, seen Lisa's... the cute like popcorn boxes for the Barbie thing? I haven't. One like a convertible, and then they have one that's like the Barbie box. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, I'm like, I hope I can get that, but it's it's probably gone now. They probably don't that's even have so it cute. throughout. Just I remember they had they had like the buckets, like the Little Mermaid, like special edition yeah. uh, buckets too. That's so cute. I love that. Just one more thing they want us to buy. On top of these, like, insane movie ticket prices. Yeah, because <laughs> honestly, like, who... I mean, maybe... I, I can't get through a large. I'm sure it's a large. It has to be a large popcorn. Mm -hmm. Like, there's yep. so much freaking popcorn. That is... Even a, the I share. don't even eat that much in a movie yeah, theater. Yeah. For the vibes, honestly, yeah. Truly. Yeah. Truly. <laughs> uh, Brittany says she saw someone say they didn't like it because it's anti-man, and I was like, perfect. That actually sounds <laughs> like a selling point. <laughs> yeah. I'll be in there, dear. Let's go. <laughs> like, what does that even mean? <sighs> I think people, like, even with the Spider-Man, um, a lot of folks were saying that they were trying a, so hard to be, like, woke because there's, you know, not as many white people. But it's also, like, this is Mal's story, not Peter's. And why does less white people automatically equal like the way that they have misused woke? The way that they, the conservatives have taken the word woke is probably one of the top 10 worst things to happen uh, 
to this country. In this generation. Yeah. <laughs> like in that yeah. generation. Like yeah. I hate that so much. Like it just it just never stops annoying. Yeah, me they try to the weaponize world. that so bad. And it's it, I whatever. If y'all want to go see spider across the spider verse, go see it. It is mm-hmm. not woke. It's just diverse. Which what's wrong with that? Girl, I mean it's a lot wrong with it when you're racist. Yeah, that's but true. But it's fine. Imagine right. being upset you don't see yourselves in movies. Like oh, how, how do you think feel? we feel? <laughs> we feel oh my gosh it's also so peter was there or a version of peter was there so it, it, y'all weren't erased oh whatever we, look if on. you if you need white spider-man there are three of them go see any of those movies they still they're not out. good they don't stream it what don't, hold up tom holland <laughs> spider-man good. is good don't get me started okay, that one is <laughs> okay. that one is good we're you know that one we're not talking good. about, and we're not talking about quality. We're talking about quantity. There are plenty of white yeah. Spider Mans. Pick, pick your poison. I mean, Avengers in general. I mean, exactly. It's just, it's just like the Little Mermaid thing. Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh, you're so mad. The Ariel is black. The white Ariel still exists. Go, go watch her. It's fine. It's right there. It's right there. It's so funny yep. to hear that, though. Like, we mm-hmm. haven't had to deal with that for years. Mm-hmm. Years, mm-hmm. or whatever. Anyway, guys. <laughs> um, Jeanette said, poor unfortunate souls. They don't see themselves in movies. <laughs> <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Cry me a river. <laughs> okay. Imagine for, like, you know, a, a decades only seeing yourself as an enslaved person in a movie or as a maid. Could never. Mm-hmm. Could never. Yeah. It's the fragility for me. But you know what? We're trying to talk about how we feel about this year. Gosh, y'all, this episode is flying by. We are just uh we're we're getting sidetracked a lot, but it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's always fun with the Patreon feeds. It's always so much fun. It is, it is. Okay, so last thing on this part, like let's just kind of check in on like how are we feeling like mental health-wise? Like, Myra, how are you feeling? Guys, let us know in the chat. Like, how are y'all feeling mental health-wise? Do you feel good? Do you feel overwhelmed that we're entering into the second half or we are in the second half of the year like how how are we feeling um i am in my anxiety era that okay. that's where i'm at right now which you know she comes and goes she's a part of me i'm a part of her so that's that's where i'm at it's I just like and a lot of overwhelmness like uh, so much is going on at once I feel like I'm Myra's therapist and I'm like, do you care to elaborate? <laughs> I, we could talk about it more on in the break. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. Get this for free? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think for me, how I'm feeling, I feel good overall, but I just feel I'm feeling a little stagnant in a couple of areas mm, in my life. Relatable. So yeah, yeah. So but we can definitely get into that a little bit more, but I'm feeling a little bit of stagnation, just kind of not knowing like where to go, what to do. I guess I'm just the type of person that I don't like feeling too settled. Like I don't like having having things like too figured out. I feel like I get kind of bored when I'm in that space and I just like am looking for something else to do some way to like pivot and make something like, I just, I don't know. I guess my life just has to 
stay interesting. And it's like right now, the area of my life that is like kind of boring to me is like my work life. And I was like, I want it to be interesting again. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I need to like judge it up somehow. So that's kind of what I'm working through. But I totally feel you on that. Mm-hmm. I totally, that is so relatable. Um, just even like with social media, although it's getting yes. back up for me, I would yes. say probably within like, great. as like two months ago, I felt mm-hmm. very stagnant and very like, I, you know, I don't know what's going with this, but it, mm-hmm. it definitely like the pivots and changes that I have been doing has got me so much more excited about it. So yes, yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Uh, Danny said that it's been a rough few days, but I feel great about where I am in a lot of places. And I'm excited to see where I can see you this year as school starts and such. Yes, Danny, I love that. I'm glad that you're, yes, I'm so glad you're like working through the rough patches and and still just chucking along. That's all we can do because there are always going to be rough patches, even when we're in a good place, like things are still going to get like rough and just not fun sometimes. And that's okay. Uh, Mickey said that I'm overwhelmed and ready. Back to school is always stressful, but I'm also ready for a routine. I have two big trips planned for this fall, so I'm looking forward to those. It's always nice to have something fun to look forward to. We have a trip in September that we're super excited about. We have another one in November that we're super excited about. So having things to look forward to, it's time. Not me forgetting the trips. Mara, like, wait, where are we going? (laughs) I did at least buy the flight ticket. There we go. Same. <laughs> finally. <laughs> so I'm getting there somehow. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Uh, let's see. Renee said, I'm doing better than I did the first three months. I actually still use my word of the year heal and apply. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's a good check in, y'all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With that word of the year. I know a lot of folks mm-hmm. use that. Um, you know, lean back into that. Yeah, I feel like this part, and I, I love that we're having this conversation um during this time because I feel mm-hmm. like this part of the year stuff you like you start to slowly revert back to you know mm-hmm. older ways and forget goals and where do the years and stuff that you set at the beginning of the year. So it's a good reminder to like lean back into that, like tap into what goals you wrote down and revisit them. You know, if you yep. got to change it up, pivot, whatever. Uh, I think it's a good time because I. July just seems very stagnant. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it does. That's just very in true. general. Yeah. That's very, very true. Um, Possum said, a great start of seeing an OT for ADHD. It's like, why didn't I ask for help sooner? It's nothing to be embarrassed about. Ooh, asking for help. How do you feel I mean, about that? About asking for help? Mm-hmm. I, I think most in general, I'm pretty good about asking for help. Um, there have been like few times in my life that I've just kind of suffered through things when I definitely did not need to. But for the most mm-hmm. part, I think I'm pretty good at asking for help. Uh, I feel like I already know what you're about to say, Myra. Are you good at asking for help? No. Okay, okay yes. We're on <laughs> I was going to say, I don't think you're good at asking for help either. <laughs> I think I'm, I'm very good at asking for advice. Um, I love getting opinions from like my friends and from yes. you know family and people that are close to me and like applying applying it to make my own decision. Mm-hmm. But help, I'm more of a person who's like, oh, I you know, I could take care of it. I can yeah. get it done. But I mean, if it gets way too overwhelming, I do feel like I can say like not add on more stuff. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. But the hard part is like what I already have is yes I ask for yeah yes and you know but what I one thing it, being like I got too much going on right now one hundred percent one hundred percent and I think like for me like I think for the most part I am gonna ask for help but sometimes I wait too long to ask for help mm. and then I lash out or I'm angry when I'm asking for help I'm like demanding help at that point you know what I'm saying like I do that a lot in my relationship. <laughs> I'm like, why won't you help me? And he's like, I didn't know you needed help. I'm sorry. Like, why don't you just know? Exactly. That's what I'm bad at. I'm Mm -hmm. I'm good at like expecting people to assume what I need or just guess what I need. When people are not mind readers, no matter how long they have been in your life and in your space, like nobody knows what you need until you tell them. And so I'm trying to get better at like vocalizing that in a in a decent amount of time to where I'm not just letting it build up. So yeah yeah Mm -hmm. i especially struggle with that with relationships and it's it's a friendly reminder Mm -hmm. that like you said people aren't mind readers yeah and just because they've known you for x amount of years or whatever Mm -hmm. don't mean they you know understand your needs because we also grow and change too and your needs change yeah yep yeah so true that is so true um, Yvonne said, it's a weird time for me, 40th high school reunion coming up, bringing up all the unhappy, unhappy memories, especially since I'm in the same house. <laughs> oh, I understand. Cause some, sometimes like, you know, I try my best to look at like time moving forward and birthdays and anniversaries. I try my best to look at those as like blessings that I'm around for these big milestones in my life. But at the same time, it's a, it can be like a little scary because you're, you're, you're kind of judging yourself and thinking, oh, I haven't accomplished everything I want to accomplish by the time I'm 30, 40, 50. I haven't done this. I haven't done that. All these other people, they've done this and they're the same age as me. So why haven't I done it? Like a comparison is just 100% the thief of joy. And you will never, ever, ever be happy if you're just so worried about, about worried about like keeping up with the Joneses, you know, like, and even if you're not worried about keeping up with other people, if you're just worried about keeping up with yourself and what you expected of yourself, like it's okay for things to like change and your, you know, what you accomplished in life is not going to be, you know, you're not going to always do what you set out to do when you were 10 years old, 15 years old. Most of the time you're not, you know, and that's okay. Yeah. I, Mm -hmm. yeah. My 30-year-old self needed to hear that because mm-hmm. turning 30 was a, a, a wild thing because I just thought I was going to have a life all together. And I know Girl. people who were much older than me was like, is anybody mm-hmm. going to tell her? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like growing up 30 was that yeah. magic number where you felt like, you okay, you know, you had your fun in your 20s, mm-hmm. you got everything together and, you know, you're walking into the sunset and it's not. It's not. not. I feel Mm -hmm. like 30 has been a reset for me. My 30s have been a reset for me. 100%. I feel that. I feel that so much. Yeah. Because it's like... People just, I don't know. It's like they just kind of like we all like kind of fantasize what certain parts of our life are gonna is gonna be like. And when they're not like that, you think you did something wrong. Um Julie said, moving through a curveball and everything over here, but excited to get habits and routines back that give us some normalcy. Mm. Yeah, the new normal. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that new, new normal, normal is hard to embrace too. Yes, yes, it is. It's very, very hard. Yeah, It'll be very hard. Uh, let's see. Brittany says summer is when my goals slip off. Usually, I get lazy in the heat. Girl, say that, okay? Say that. We love AC. <laughs> we love the AC. 
Uh-huh. It's like oh. summer is like a break from everything. <laughs> like <laughs> break from my goals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we'll start back up in fall. Yes, exactly, exactly. Uh, let's see. Kirsten said the first half of the month has been hard, but I have accepted where my life is now, but I'm taking things. Uh, I'm taking steps to change things. Mm. Yes, take control. Exactly. I love that. I love that. Um, Keely said, just getting home from a weekend vacation, just me and my husband, much needed, gearing up for kids to start school and working for a community college and entering our busy season. Whew. Staycations, vacations, vacations. I love vacation. I love vacation. I love vacation. I love vacation. You need it on a t-shirt. Trademark. Oh my that. God, that's cute. Yeah. He write that down. <laughs> <laughs> because we Nobody do. Nobody Brandcation, all Brand that. Case. I love it. I love it. Uh, Jeanette said, personally, life is good, but it is hard to see, deal with all the craziness in the world. I try to redirect uh, my focus to things I love and re- being around good people. Being around good people, doing what you love. I mean, I feel like these are like underrated self-care things. Just having good people in your life, in your space, just so does so much for you. And not being scared to not be around things and people who no longer serve you. And if y'all are not on the same page, that's why, you know, the blocks stay hot over here. And we block first and ask questions later because <laughs> it just, if we ain't clicking, it's not that deep. It's not that deep. You know, unless you're like a, obviously I'm not just going to cut off a friend or a family member just like at the drop of a dime. But, you know, strangers yeah. online, they get the chop. Very quickly because it ain't. I don't have time for that. I don't have time for that. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's just Mm-mm. too much going on. Like just mm-hmm. with life in general, and you know, personal and outside of the world to like tolerate nonsense from strangers on the internet. Girl, it's that part too much stuff going on. It's too much, too much. But yeah, guys, I love this discussion. We definitely need to maybe, I don't know, do like some type of mental health check-in, like quarterly when we do these live episodes or something. Cause it's just, I don't know, it's kind of just it just feels good to just like say how you feel and just listen. And obviously, y'all, like, we're not therapists. We're not here to like give advice or tell people what to do with your life, but we are here to listen. So, mm-hmm. and obviously y'all are here to listen to us. And I think that's what people just need sometimes. Just somebody to listen. So, on that note, uh, let's take a quick break and hear from our sponsors and talk crap uh, with the Patreon peeps. We'll be right back. <laughs> hey, y'all. It's Megan Myra here. And we wanted to drop in real quick and tell you about our Patreon community. The official Patreon tier is for people who want some amazing bonus content. You get an ad-free episode a day early than our normal release, monthly bonus episodes, and a bi-monthly episode of our Patreon-exclusive show, Shots with Meg and Myra. The all-inclusive Patreon tier gets everything we just mentioned, plus access to our exclusive Facebook group community. This includes joining us as we record our monthly live episode and monthly Facebook live. Get more info on patreon.com forward slash planners and wine. We hope you join us. 
All right, y'all. So we are back and let's get into some celeb garbage because I mean, one celeb in particular has real well, a couple of them. It's two white men celebrities on here, and both of them been garbaging super hard. So we're gonna talk about the first one, um, Jason Aldean. If y'all are not familiar with him, he is a pretty famous country music artist. Uh, he has a very, very bad history of just like really messed up stuff as far as like problematic things, racism, transphobia, homophobia, uh, even from his wife being included in that. So, but honestly, I wasn't really aware of most of this stuff until this situation came about. Isn't it funny mm -hmm. how that works? How you just don't even know how problematic and horrible somebody is until they really show their ass. <laughs> and then you got all these other stories coming out too. Mm -hmm. Um, so he put out a song uh back in May called Try That in a Small Town. You know, obviously, if you're outside of the country music community, you probably didn't really pay attention to it. I didn't really even know about it until he recently came out with a music video for the song, which had a lot of you know propaganda imagery, a lot of things that weren't even shot in the United States, a lot of things that were just stock photos and videos that were not even real. Um, and the main thing that really stuck out to people was the fact that a part of his music video was shot in front of a courthouse in Columbia, Tennessee, that was the um, setting for a very uh, infamous uh, lynching. Um, and I mean, as far as I know, Jason Aldean isn't from Columbia, Tennessee, and he certainly doesn't live there. So for him to pick that site, uh, like I said, a well-known, um, location for a lynching while talking about what people not going to do in a small town because of what might happen to them. It was just, <sighs> the racism was just racism -y. very, very hard. And anybody who doesn't see that doesn't want to see it. And if you're a fan of Jason Nadine yeah. and you don't want to see that, then just say that, but don't try to like gas like the rest of us and act like this isn't like huge racist dog whistles just up and through this entire song and video because it is. And it's very obvious. And Mickey just said, he's also not from a small town. <laughs> so he does read because he knows what happens and what has happened in the small town there for him to make that, song but he's not even from there girl this dude uh, yeah i can't mm -mm. Mm -mm. and you know it's bad because cmt pulled the video thank you Jeanette. cmt did pull the video and folks are losing their minds and saying that cmt went woke y'all <laughs> in 2023 <laughs> they are accusing cmt of being woke oh my god everybody woke <laughs> that's funny Everybody is so woke. It, it is wild. Like mm -hmm. I, like we said earlier, it's just so funny to see conservatives use that word incorrectly. By incorrectly. the way, but yes. it, not CO two yeah. and woke. Which I gonna listen to now? Where I gonna watch our music videos? That's what I'm trying to figure out. And honestly, CMT one of the last stations to even play music videos. You don't that see them true. on MTV. You just see ridiculousness mm -hmm. twenty four hours a day, which I'm never gonna get over. Why do they do that? But whatever. Yeah. That Why do they do that? <laughs> why do they do that? Uh, Jeanette also said, Jason isn't even from Tennessee. So why did he even need to film that there? There are thousands of courthouses, but he picked that one. Exactly. It's propaganda. Mm -hmm. And like you said, if you are 
you can't see it, you're choosing not to. Because mm-hmm. a lot of the clips, a lot of the imagery was stock photos. A lot of mm-hmm. the stuff happened in different countries, although mm-hmm. you said everything happened in America. Like, and I also some of those stock photos is obviously like one of the like um what do you call that? Those cocktails that people like flame up and stuff. Molotov cocktails. Yeah. yeah. It was so cinematic. Like who has time to like get the gimbal out and a take filmmaker. the shot of that? A filmmaker does because it was fiction. He said and that the every clip setting. was from a from the news. And it wasn't. It was not. There's a great TikToker who has been uh, doing the work and deep diving into literally every clip of this video and just showing what BS it is. I'm going to find that clip mm-hmm. to see if we can put it in the show notes for you guys. Yeah. But he's just a lying ass liar and he erases as racist. And, you know, if you don't see it that way, then like I said, you just choose not to see it that way. Like people do not like racism does not have to be overt to be racism. You don't have to be calling somebody the N word or like physically participating in a lynching or something to be racist. You know, I, I feel like mm-hmm. Jason and his people did that the way they did because they thought that it was just going to go over everybody's head. Something that racists do a lot is think that they're smarter than everybody else and they're not. <laughs> and that's what he I was mean, trying to do. They're he thought he was than clever. The that uh, blindly follows them. 100%. That's it. And that's mm-hmm. the extent of it. Like he thought he ate. He thought that this was just going to fly under the radar and just be okay. And like I said, I'm sure it is okay to his fans and to a lot of people in the country music community who might support him. But it's also not okay to a lot of people. And we're going to be vocal about that. Period. So. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And thank you, Danny. Who Danny said. I'll go ahead. Who would have thought we've ever uh, talked about that person on this show? Girl, the first and last time until he do some more racist clownery. Okay. <laughs> Danny said, you don't have to say overtly racist things to be racist. The implications of the video and the song suck. 100%. 100%. Uh, Straight propaganda. Renee, Renee said, I'm from Tennessee and I'm almost 100% sure every courthouse has had some problematic history. I totally agree with that, uh, Renee. I think so too. But it's just so, like, it's just no coincidence that that's the location that he chose. I mean, he has never been to Columbia, Tennessee in his life except to film that horrible music video. Huh. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Gross. Mm-hmm. Gross, gross, gross. Yep. Very, very gross. Um, so screw you, Jason Aldean. Uh, we hate you. <laughs> <laughs> That's the tweet. That's the tweet. That's the tweet. Uh, Danny said. This is what happens when there's not a single black or brown person on the writing team and production team. I bet there were they were there were mad no diversity on that team. Oh yeah, there was no diversity. Well, and if there was, they were not empowered enough to be able to speak up and say that this is wrong and that you should not do this because it's not just you can't just have a black and brown black or brown person in the room. You have to empower them to be able to feel like we can speak out, we can speak up, we can say what we don't agree with and we're going to be listened to. So that's it. Yep. Yep. And embarrassingly, Tennessee is the birthplace of the Ku Klux Klan. So that is, that's real. And I think Columbia, Tennessee, I think the Ku Klux Klan was started in Pulaski, Tennessee. I heard that Columbia is maybe like 40 miles from there. So very, very close in proximity. These are small towns he's talking about. 
And that's a great point too, Jeanette. What black or brown person would want to work for someone like him though? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Thomas. Well, you know what? I'm shook that Clarence Thomas did not make a cameo in that video. <laughs> they was at a courthouse. I'm shook. That would have been just so perfect. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Uh, uh. Oh, yeah. Renee said that she's saying that uh, I would specifically not shoot at a Tennessee courthouse because you can't be 100 percent sure there's some history. Of course. But he that's, mm-hmm. you know, that's why he did it. That's what he wanted. You know what I'm saying? He wanted those dog whistles uh, to be there. And they were. So uh, next bit of celeb garbage is OK, y'all. Kylie and Jen, uh, Kylie and Jordan seem to be back cool. Um, and this is so funny to I me because. Just- Yes, the way <laughs> I knew about this, I saw it on Instagram and TikTok, and I didn't bring it up tomorrow just because I just did not think that she would care at all. And then she texted me one day, and she was like, "Kylie and Jordan back, cool?" Question mark, exclamation point, question mark. I was like, "Oh, you do care." <laughs> I was like, "I know Magno," because I couldn't tell if it was true or people just like you know rumors yeah. or whatever. Yeah, I was so shocked. I was like, oh my gosh, Myron. Yeah, girl. So apparently, and I don't think either of them have talked about it publicly, but the, the sources are saying that they have back, been back cool for a while and they mm-hmm. just finally decided to go public with it. And, you know, it seemed like Kylie and Jordan had a really great friendship back in the day and were super close. And it was really sad the way, you know, everything like ended. Um, so, you know, they're happy. I'm happy. I just want Jordan to tread very, very lightly because I, I haven't forgot the way, not Kylie in particular, but the way that family and their friends were doing Jordan. Like this was just such a game and just such so fun for them to like bash her publicly. I mean, this family who like really doesn't talk about a lot of actual personal things. They just have like the fake drama on their show, but they had no problem airing out Jordan when the situation happened. And, and it was so sad because I remember there was a clip from the show where Kylie crying called like Chloe and Kim and was like, y'all need to stop. Y'all need to leave her alone. Like, even though they were like in the midst of not being friends no more, she just did not want to see her former bestie done like that by her family. And that was just so sad because we're talking about like grown ass women doing all that. It was just so nasty and just so mean and unnecessary. And the fact that Tristan never got even a ounce of that smoke from them really still pisses me off to this day. Still pisses me off. Because Jordan was never the problem. Jordan was just another symptom of his problem. Not to say she has no accountability in the situation, but the mm-hmm. problem was always Tristan, and it's always going to be Tristan. Always. And and Chloe finally got that when he had a baby on her while they had a surrogate pregnant with their baby. The surrogacy that he rushed her into, knowing that he had somebody else pregnant. Third trimester, Tristan. I Girl! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but the way I found out about this, Brittany said Byron mm-hmm. with the breaking news. <laughs> I know, right? But, I was <laughs> but um I I seen the really good TikTok and it was an article um that this girl had helped to write in. I think she's a therapist. I, I'll have mm-hmm. to find the TikTok. But she was like talking about 
how to rekindle friendships and if mm-hmm. you know if it truly is something that you need to rekindle and understanding like you don't have to always go back to an older relationship mm-hmm. even though you feel like you miss that person doesn't mean they necessarily need to be in your life and she yeah. gave some tips on if you do decide to rekindle it and how to set boundaries and stuff like that so I, I thought that was a really cool TikTok but I was like oh when this happen? <laughs> is this real? Girl. Girl, it's crazy. And I mean, it's I feel like that is that. that's definitely something to think about because I think also think that you can move on and forgive and be over something without being back in somebody's life. Mm-hmm. I think people think that if you're still if you don't want to be in their life, that means that you're not over it. That does not always mean that. Yeah. Exactly. That does not always mean that. So, and I think that probably because of Kylie's reaction to how her family and their friends were treating Jordan. And like I said, that was very public. We all saw that. I think mm-hmm. Kylie was pretty empathetic to Jordan throughout that whole thing as much as she could be. But obviously she just felt loyalty to her family. Chloe is her freaking sister, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think that probably helped because like I said, Kylie was not participating in that behavior towards Jordan at all at all yeah. it was really like kim and chloe and their minions who were doing the absolute most and it was it was embarrassing and it's still embarrassing that they did all that very yeah very much so yeah that, that would just be really hard and maybe that's why they are able to rekindle the friendship mm-hmm. because technically their issues wasn't with each other mm-hmm. um but yeah because mm-hmm. i mean you kind of i it's it's just hard because you can't be it's like hard. like tell your friends that like have loyal to me over their family, especially knowing right. how tight knit that you know Kardashian yeah. clan is. But I, mm, like you said, Jordan, I, I probably would be able to you yeah. know forgive, but it just it, yeah. it would be hard to be back to the same. It would. I don't think yeah. it's ever gonna be the same. Yeah, I just oh, don't I've ever seen Jordan. If at least if Jordan is smart, I would never be around the rest of that family. I'm not going to the holidays and hanging out, Mm-mm. being you know, kumbaya with Kim and all those petty ass people. I would not be able to participate in that whatsoever because they really did her dirty and they really didn't need to do all that. Um, because Jordan was just a young woman who made a mistake, and Jordan and uh and Tristan is a dirty dog and has always been a dirty ass dog and. It's like the fact that I literally just saw a TikTok the other day where Kim was somewhere like out, like at some like public like basketball game or something like that with Tristan. So you're hanging out with this man who has dogged your sister 10 different ways. And I just hate how they're always like, oh, you know, he's family. Just because your sister got a child with him does not make him your family. Let's be very Mm -hmm. clear about that. Y'all share a family member. Y'all are not family. Y'all don't have to be family. Chloe is not married to him, as far as we know. That is not family. And honestly, even if Chloe did marry him, I still would ever would never claim him as family. He's embarrassing. So mm-hmm. get on somewhere with that. I mean, Jordan was just as much family just because her and Kylie don't have a child together. They were like friends for like a decade. Yeah. So. Yeah, Jordan. I would you know consider Jordan more family than Tristan. I mean, yes. And this is something you that you would think, and some this is something that TikTok has brought up a lot throughout this scene about Kylie and Jordan rekindling, is that if you look at the Kardashian, they just move very 
anti-feminist and very misogynistic in so many different ways <laughs> and facets. And when, especially when it comes to this Tristan and Jordan thing, this was so just gross. It wasn't girl power, okay? It wasn't. Best of luck to them. Jordan, watch your back. I, I hope <laughs> that, I mean, yeah, it's never going to be the same friendship, but I hope Mm-mm. that, you know, nothing negative happens with rekindling I hope so that. too. Yeah. I hope so too. I hope so too. And Jordan, keep keep your man away from them, that whole family, please. Let's just, yeah. <laughs> Let's just not. Let's just not. Okay. Just hang out with Kylie, okay? And little Stormy. Yeah, you know. And Air. Hang out with them. That's it. That's it. Uh, Kendra said, I don't play about Jordan. I will snap on that whole family. Girl, the way that all the black women were so team Jordan when this whole situation <laughs> went down, we was riding <laughs> it done for Jordan. We was like, what y'all not gonna do? And try to play this girl. Like, the Kardashians were not expecting that. They thought they were about to turn mm-hmm. the whole world against this girl and ruin her whole, you know, career and life. Wrong again. Nope. Wrong. Wrong again. Mm-mm. Uh, oh, okay. Brittany said they're honestly super problematic. Like the comparison of them and the Duggars and shiny happy people was on point. Oh, you know what? I did watch that documentary and they did mention the Kardashians. I just don't, I just don't really remember uh, the context of it. So you'll have to expand on that because I do not remember because that, that whole documentary on Amazon. It's like a four-part documentary talking about the Duggar family and that whole that whole situation. Very disturbing. Very, mm. very disturbing. You know what? Amazon be coming with some fire documentaries. Low-key, it does. Yeah. It really, really does. That is so true. Uh, okay, so this is something I literally just saw today. I think it might have happened overnight on Twitter or over the last couple of days on Twitter. But Elon Musk it was tweeting about rebranding Twitter into just being called X. Not he about the Malcolm. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Why? I don't know. I'm not really sure. I didn't get to like really dig into it. I don't know if he has elaborated um, on why he wants to do this. Like I said, this is like literally him just updating on Twitter saying that this is something he wants to do. And I just, I mean, I know whoever on Twitter before him got paid, you know, billions of dollars and they probably are super happy and don't care. But I just, if I sold my baby and this is what was done to it afterwards, that I would just be so sad. I would be so sick. But it's the fact that Twitter like forced this man to go through with the sale. Because if, if y'all remember correctly, Elon was trying to get out of the sale at one point. So I think it was too much money. But Twitter like sued him <laughs> to not be able to get out of it. And he couldn't get out of it. And that's why we are dealing with this right now. Um, I just think him buying Twitter was just the biggest mistake on so many different levels. And I'm just, it's just gross. With knowing that, it sounds like Twitter was trying to get rid of it. So they're perfectly fine with the outcome. Yeah. You know what? That's the thing. Because I did see too, Twitter has only, since its inception, I think I heard it that it's only made money like one year. So Twitter has never really made a lot of money. Yeah, Yeah, it's been bleeding money. And so that's why when he took over, he was so quick to like, you know, cut departments and cut staff and stuff because he... It was bleeding money, and it has been, and, you know, it was just not good. 
not good. Mm. I, you know, I don't know nothing about that bird app. Um, I always think like, why are people still over there? Da da da. But like, if mm-hmm. Instagram was very very problematic, and I had to be like make the decision <laughs> to, you know, leave my main platform, it'd probably be a little tough. It would be hard. Yeah. It would be very very so, hard. I mean, I guess I understand why some people are sticking around there. It's probably just gonna have to come to a, a situation where Elon don't pay his uh, light bills and it, it finally gets shut down. I mean, apparently he uh, he hasn't paid uh, a lot of the people that he fired who were supposed to get severances. They haven't even got their severances, and it's been like months. Talk about knowing when to leave a place. <laughs> I mean, literally, as soon as this man took over, y'all should have been putting in y'all two weeks notice. I'm not trying to blame anybody who worked yeah. at Twitter or worked there at all. I'm just saying... The writing was on the wall. He is a damn fool. And somebody had put on threads earlier. They was like, Elon Musk is really showing us that just because somebody's a billionaire, that does not mean they're smarter than us. I don't know. That should have never been Mm-mm. the correlation. Mm-hmm. You like, just, just assume. You, yeah, mm-hmm. you just assume. Like, there are a lot of smart people out here, very smart people who don't have mm-hmm. that level of money. Like, I don't understand why people think oh, they have to be a genius in order to get that kind of money. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. He's white. He's white. He's white. I don't, I don't understand came, why people... I'm pretty sure he came from some type of wealth or something, too. I don't think he just, like, you know, grew up in, like, a regular neighborhood with, like, a normal family. You know, mom is a teacher. His dad is, you know, a construction worker. And now he's a billionaire. I don't think that's his story. <laughs> So, yeah, it's even if it was, not. yeah, yeah, yeah like, it yeah. still doesn't mean anything. It still yeah. doesn't mean anything. Sometimes some some of this stuff comes to luck, being in the right place at the right time, knowing the right people, mm-hmm. and here you are. But that doesn't mean like you're a freaking genius. I, I don't yep. know why folks thought he was a genius. Like ever, he never moved in any smart type of ways. <laughs> never. I just clearly. don't understand it. Clearly, clearly. Uh, Danny said, the way I deleted the bird app so fast, now I got to remind myself to not say tweet anymore. I know. I, know. I catch it's myself hard. not to say tweet. I think I said it today. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's hard. Uh-huh. Uh, Brittany said his his family owns an emerald mine. He's been rich his entire... Girl, see, that's the thing. Exactly. It's just like when, you know, Kylie Jenner got all this attention and they were calling her a self-made billionaire and everybody was like, hey, honey, family... <laughs> Like, wait a minute. I mean, a lot of folks' businesses (laughs) might be successful if you had somebody who had millions of dollars that can invest in your startup. Right. Exactly. A lot of folks probably still be able to, you know, be successful. Like, that's not self-made. 100%. That's not self-made. It's not. It's not at all. It is not at all. Uh, Okay. Next thing to talk about is there is a possible UPS strike looming. So if y'all shop with a brand who frequents using UPS, get y'all orders in now because come (laughs) August 1st, baby, if they don't reach some type of agreement, it's a wrap for UPS for a minute. And that is going to be nice. They they better. It's getting into the holiday season. It's probably in their best interest for them to go ahead (laughs) 
Pay them people. <laughs> do what they need to do. Yeah. Pay them people. Okay. Stop playing around. Like I just love that. And it starts earlier and the earlier workers not year. taking it. Yeah. Yes. I I appreciate that the workers are not taking this shit anymore. Like it's not cool. It's not cool. It's not. Yeah. I think uh, UPS has a union. Um. Mm-hmm. But I, I it's just a re- a reminder for all industries like. People just, and I'm sure, I don't know what, like, the, you know, what they're demanding or whatever, but I'm sure it's just mm-hmm. for them to live. It's living, livable wages. Yeah. It is always livable wages. That's all it is. It's sad. It's sad that mm-hmm. it has to, you know, go through that, but I, it will be in their best interest. Pay them people. Yeah. We already got Halloween stuff out. So, you know, the holiday season is here. So I wouldn't even play around with that. Because y'all want to make y'all money. I mean, it's just the way that if this strike happens and it goes on through the holiday season, like, y'all, we just going to have to go to the store. We just have to go to the Targets and the Walmarts of the world. It ain't going to be, like, I'm not going to be playing around with ordering stuff online if this happens. Because that is wild. It needs to happen, but it's wild. Yeah, it does need to happen. But the gag is you can't get anything on ground anymore. Mm, Like, I ran into that a lot with... um, Ashton's daycare. I hate that they did this too. I'm glad I don't have to mm-hmm. deal with that no more. But they will be like, oh, tomorrow is spirit day and wear this jersey. Yeah. And I'm like, just drop it I on you. Have that. Yeah. I know. And you can't just go into Target and find something like that. Like that stuff has to be ordered. And I need a couple days, even with Amazon. I still need two That's days true. to get it. You know, That's so true. this is about to be a very interesting um, holiday season if this happens for sure. Yep, yep. Oh, you know what? That reminds me. I saw a TikTok. Uh, I'm going to try to find it, but it was a woman saying like, hey, if your kids are going back to school, go ahead and buy a sports team shirt, a cartoon shirt or something. Some Basically accounting for all the things that they are probably going to need like for like a spirit week type of thing that a lot of kids' schools do. And I was like, oh my God, that is so smart. But, you know, we, we be waiting till the last minute and it's just, yeah. It's hard to do that though with my child. I mm-hmm. I swear I just bought this kid like one size clothes like a month ago mm-hmm. and it's too small already. So it's yeah. Y'all, the growth the of little kids, especially. I mean, I'm sure it's mm-hmm. bad for like older kids too, but I, we're in the little kid phase. Yeah. It's wild. Like for a while, like Mason has been in like a shoe size for like a couple months. So it got to the point where we was like, look, girl, we buying you one or two pairs of shoes because you're going to be out of them in like three months. Like we can't buy like a whole wardrobe of shoes that you're not going to be able yeah. to wear. Like we learned that lesson early. So same thing with clothes. Her growth has been a little bit slower with clothes, but it's been bad with shoes. It's been very, very bad with shoes. It sucks. It, it sucks. sucks. I mean, the good thing is not terribly expensive, but it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's it adds up. Yeah, that that it too. Adds up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, last thing I want to touch on quickly. I think we're getting to the point that we are going to have to remove Florida from the country because <laughs> Ron DeSantis and them people have. I mean, they have lost their minds for a while, but the fact that they are forcing middle school teachers to tell their students that there were benefits to slavery. And also making high school teachers benefits to who? Exactly. <laughs> to, the, to, to the enslaved. To the enslaved. Girl, to the enslaved. Get... 
And high school kids are going to have to learn that they can't just learn about the violence that was perpetrated against um, African-Americans. They're going to have to learn about the violence that was perpetrated by African-Americans during this time as well. Y'all, y'all are so, so delusional. Y'all are really out here trying to rewrite history. It's so delusional. It's so scary. It's so messed up. And when you live in a state like both me and Myra do, where your governor or your government is whacked out, you have to worry about them getting ideas from people like Ron DeSantis to be like, oh my yeah. God, we could do this too. Because I will be damned. Like, I will homeschool Mason before I allow her to go to school and be taught this type of bullshit. Yeah, that's literally. That's yeah, absolutely ridiculous. It's so funny. The states are always like state rise, but they end up following the ideas of other states. I mean, truly. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's so, so maddening. It's so disgusting. It's just so weird. And it's just hard to believe that, like, the federal government can't do anything about this type of stuff. I, I just don't. I just, like, something is going to have to give. At some point, because it's just too much. It is just too much. Like, I don't know how anybody in good conscience are like voting for these people. Like, even if you were under some type of, you know, brainwashing that you thought it was going to be one way, like, this can't, this can't be what y'all had in mind when y'all voted for Ron DeSantis. Like, I, I it's just wow. It's so probably wild. they don't mm -hmm. want to feel bad. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it just is what it is. Yep. It happened. We need to know what happened. Our kids mm -hmm. need to know what happened. So it doesn't happen again. That's literally how history repeats so itself. So it doesn't happen again. Yep. Possum Planner said, I just can't. You're not even an educator. And that's the thing. Like mm -hmm. People who are not educators, who have never worked in education, are making these decisions and forcing people who went to school and did their due diligence and are actually qualified to teach, they're forcing people to lie to their students. That is a lie. Just because there were, you know, some enslaved people who made the best of the situation that they were in by learning skills, that does not mean that they benefited from slavery. That's not the same thing. Yeah. That is not the same thing. Like slavery was not a benefit to anybody except for the slave owners who were able to profit and their generations behind them who were able to have a leg up because of the generational wealth that they were able to possess from slavery. That's who benefited and that's what should be taught. It should not be taught that anybody else benefited from that. Like, let's be so for real. Like, it just, I can't. It's so disturbing. Um, Possum Planner said, "Don't forget gerrymandering and tons of folk who should be able to vote can't." Yes, for yes, that's so mm -hmm. true. That is so true because the numbers are not on their side; they just cheat. Most people do not want this. Mm. It's it's getting scary out here. It's wild. It is mm, it so is. wild. Well, I will. We can end on a higher note that a lot of schools, um higher education institutions, colleges, universities are getting rid of legacy admissions. I think that is a win. If y'all are not familiar, legacy admissions are when people are basically kind of given a leg up in the admissions process because they had a parent or whatever who attended that school, you know, situations where people's family has the means to donate a freaking library and that gets mm -hmm. them into that school. It happens a lot with Ivy League institutions. A lot of these institutions are getting rid of that. As a result, 
of the Supreme Court's very wrong decision to, you know, basically end affirmative action in the admissions process. So I think that's good. Your rich uh, daddy not getting you into a lot of these schools anymore. Some of them, yes. But, you know, like the big ones like Harvard and Yale, I still I think they have them as far as I know. But um, some of the other ones are getting rid of it, which, you know, if it wasn't for legacy admissions, I don't think Trump would have got into an Ivy League school. I don't think Bush would have got into an Ivy League school. I don't think Ron <laughs> Like, the list goes on. <laughs> the list goes on. So, you know, something good. Some, something good. Uh, progress, I guess. Yeah. Here we go. I tried to bring it back around and end it on the... <laughs> I know. The struggle is real, clearly. <laughs> the struggle is real. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, guys, this has been such a fun episode. Myra, do you have anything for the people before we wrap it up? Uh no, just um yeah. I no. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I was gonna have something to say, but I did. <laughs> Possum said, thanks for trying. I know, I tried. <laughs> I, I tried, y'all. <laughs> oh, Earth is so ghetto. The states are so ghetto right now. This is this is wild. But thank you yeah. so much for listening. Be sure to share the show. Leave us um, a five-star review. Uh, we have some fun things coming up for the fall, so stay tuned for that. And um, yeah, check out the Patreon. Clearly, we be yes. having fun. We too. We too. Thank you for our Patreon peeps for joining us today. And we will talk to y'all next week. Bye, guys.